I'm Pete Phillips. This and I'm is Marissa Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> this is y'all heard a podcast where us who already said our names are not related. <laughs> and everybody, this is a humorous podcast hosted by two clowns with huge shoes and big red noses. Honk honk. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things that you didn't know you needed to know. Um, I'm not giving the specifics because I think it's problematic, but yesterday my boyfriend said, like, said something real weird, and I said, like, oh, yeah, that should be a meme, and he's like, yeah, that should be a meme, and then I was like, I basically, like, verbalized what the meme would be, I would be like, it would say, like, TFW, colon, when blah, 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 blah. It was a very light joke, but it was kind of clever. And there was just silence for like 10 seconds. And I said, oh, is that not good enough for you? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And sometimes I don't like it. That's all. I thought he but, realized he could make a meme. No. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> that could be a meme. Wait, it could be a meme. <laughs> I could make that a meme. <laughs> Why am I sharing that, guys? If you don't think something's funny, just say, that's not funny. Never just be silent. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty also, pretty hard sometimes. Also, it was funny. He just thinks it's a point that he's funnier than me, so he likes to show that I'm not as funny as him, which, guys, if you've ever dated me, I'm not saying I'm the funniest person in the world, but you're not funnier than me. I don't date people funnier. Unless than you're me. Marissa's dad. <clears throat> yeah, I don't date my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to be the star of the show. So if you ever thought you were funny but you dated me, guess what? You're not as funny as you think you are. <laughs> and how are you? I think I'm okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> been, you know, hanging out. The WNBA, yeah, the WNBA sorry, is 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 shaking some things up. Um, I used to like the Las Vegas Aces, but they had one of the more famous players in the league, Liz Cambage, and uh, I didn't really like her. <clears throat> so they don't have her anymore. So I'm like, oh, I can like the Aces again. One, why don't you like her? And two, are you sure that's how you pronounce her last name? Liz Cambage. Some people say Cambage. I think that sounds like Cambage. Cambage. She's Australian. Does not prove it cannot be Cambage. Are both her parents from Australia? So, <clears throat> there's like an aggression that comes with sports that I don't really love. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot of that. Mm, Okay. And I was always kind of distracted by her head. Compete. That's not acceptable. <laughs> That's acceptable, but what? I feel like her head got narrower, narrower as it went up. That is upsetting. And I literally, yeah. you could say more, but I don't want to hear any more about that. 
like it's upsetting and I I don't want to think about it anymore. And curling is still going on. Still? Gosh. Yep. How still. long are the Olympics? The twentieth. We got four more days. Oh wow. I don't know if there's any more ice skating. Are you gonna be there for the closing ceremonies? What happens in them? You know, they have like a parade and shit. Are the people are the winners doing stuff in it? I don't I don't really know. People mm. mostly care about the opening ceremonies. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Who did something there? Probably everybody. I don't know what that means. I mean, did someone perform? <clears throat> uh yeah, I'm sure a lot of people performed. But like of note? Oh wow. Uh Judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does someone I would did someone I know perform is my question. Probably not. I mean, maybe because it's taking place in China, right? Yeah, but they don't just have people from the country, right? Don't they have like international stars so people will want to tune in? Probably. But I don't think they have like a they usually do like artsy fartsy stuff. I thought Bjork sang for one of them. Yeah, artsy fartsy. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll look at the closing ceremony briefly to see if my favorite, I think his name is Yuma Kageyama, is there smiling it up. But uh, other than that, I don't care. But yeah, um, my mom sent me some Valentine's stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. When I say Valentine stuff, I mean like food I'm not supposed to eat. So I've been eating that. Nice. Um, yeah, she's coming to visit for my birthday this week. <clears throat> nice. Oh, wait. Go wait, ahead. Your, Go ahead. Your birthday's, your birthday's not this week. No, it's not. Your birthday is March 14th. 15th. <laughs> okay, I'm so close. You are. You are. <clears throat> oh. Uh, and uh, today it is February 16th. Okay. For some reason, my mom insists on celebrating my birthday a month early this year. Oh, I was hoping your mother also would continuously forget when your birthday is. No. So I could feel better about myself. I think she remembers just because it's in a password somewhere. <laughs> okay. Everyone, I don't remember anyone's birthday. And if anyone feels better about that, like, Pete is my best friend and I don't remember his birthday. I only remember... Nope. Sometimes Marissa's good friend's birthdays pop up on Facebook and I remind her that it's their birthday. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> and there are some people in my life that I've convinced myself their birthday is a specific day that it's not and never was. Yeah. I say it was because birthdays can change, such as my own. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I went out. I think I texted you about this. Maybe I didn't. I'm pretty sure I did. But me and my mother, my mother was over Valentine's Day weekend. We didn't even realize that. And then we were like, oh, we got to make reservations. And I was like, oh, shit, everything's like sold out. And then certain places were having like romantic packages. And I was like, we still need to eat out. It doesn't matter. And so like I'm getting dressed to go out. And I got dressed like I would like a date. Not like revealing clothing, but like pretty shoes and a pretty dress just because I never get a chance to dress up. And my mother's like, no, you're going <laughs> to change your shoes. You look like you're going on a hot date. Someone's going to think I'm your sh- old sugar mama. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and 
And then we got sat in a weird chair, in a weird seat, where it was in a corner, so we had to, like, sit next to each other, sort of, and she did not like that. And I was like, Mom, you're, like, you're making it weird. <laughs> like, you're making the situation weird. Um, yeah, and, uh... I feel like I had something else to say while well, remember. This enough. Do you have an icebreaker? I forgot to ask you ahead of time. No. Icebreaker. If you could make up an Olympic event that you yourself could participate in, what would it be? I don't mean to make it up. I mean, you could add something to the Olympics. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, usually you have to be athletic for them, right? I mean... This could be fantasy land because this is not like who can enjoy a Reese's cup the most. Like it needs to at least be an activity. How would you gauge that anyway? I know. I mean, I don't really understand how people gauge ice dancing, but that's not it. Chair racing. Hold up. I don't mean wheelchair racing. Okay. I mean, like. So that was my first idea, and now I'm sort of thinking more towards like like an obstacle course, maybe. But you have to say stay seated the whole time. That's fun. I like that. Um, but then I was watching some guy just blow everybody away doing snowboarding tricks and stuff. Um, I don't want to do that on a chair. I don't want to do anything that's going to make me fall over. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, in, when in your gym, when you were in grade school, did you have that thing in gym where it was like a little thing on wheels? Oh, yeah. it's kind of like used for skeleton. And you like shimmy around on wheels, but on your stomach. Yeah. Like, what's the point? I mean, you could use that if you don't. No. Want to okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, office chair obstacle courses. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine would be laser tag, tag, because I am to this day undefeated in laser tag. I'm fantastic at laser tag. Everyone sucks, and I don't know how everyone sucks so much or how I'm so amazing. One or the other, I am fantastic at laser tag, despite how unathletic I am. It's all about strategy, strategy, and camp- camping, and strategy. <laughs> Um, well, <clears throat> speaking of camping and strategy, what are you about to say? <laughs> Isn't it my topic? We have a couple of calls to catch up with oh. Alex. We've got great fans, and sometimes they call to remind us. Okay. How does that have to do with camping and strategy? It doesn't. Yeah. Just. Making stuff up, trying to make the show, you know, flow a little bit. We're not amateurs. We've done over 200 episodes of this. <laughs> All right. Um, Marissa? <clears throat> Hello. Try to hold your comments for this one, because I know that you're going to want to have something to say. In a good or bad way? Uh, towards me. Hi, this is Alex. On a recent episode of Y'all Heard, Pete described having to go to lunch with coworkers to celebrate a birthday and being coerced by a coworker into doing cheers with plastic cups of water at lunch. And Pete seems to not really enjoy that. But you know what? 
uh, I have a small child, and once my small child was taught about the idea of Cheers, kid wanted to do Cheers with, like, everything. For example, <laughs> every morning when he takes his gummy vitamin, he has to do Cheers with uh, my spouse's vitamin, and I don't take vitamins in the morning, so, uh, you know, every morning he taps his gummy vitamin against one parent's vitamins and then against my cup of coffee. Uh, Adorable. And it's really nice. i got to tell you that. It's really nice. We do cheers with other things. Like, we might be enjoying French fries. He'll pick up a French fry. I'll pick up a French fry. Cheers! And he just gets so happy, and it makes me happy, Jim. All right. Cheers. Alex, um, <clears throat> you have a child, and it's perfectly acceptable for a child to be doing cheers with everything. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's basically was going to be my stance, and it sounds horrible, and I, yeah, I, I think Pete, I think you might even enjoy cheersing with a child, especially if you no. just, no? <laughs> okay, I forgot. <laughs> no, Alex, we, uh, uh, I think when we did combined topics, so it was pretty early in the podcast, uh, I did a whole episode, because my coworkers have done this for years, and really, COVID was a blessing because <laughs> we didn't have to do this and we didn't have to pretend we were cheersing and everything like that. What I am interested in, though, is how your kid discovered cheers. And you also mentioned, <laughs> um, once my small child was taught about the idea of cheers, I want to know what the idea of Cheers really is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it that I don't have cheer? Like, is that why? <laughs> I mean, that could contribute. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, it's funny because I could even see myself like in a, you know, like maybe in a, uh, like a, a party of some sort. Let's raise a glass to Marissa. I could see myself raising a glass, but I don't want to hit it with anybody else. <laughs> I will say cheers is very stressful for me. Um, I, I'm not, I mean, I would hate it in the situation you have it, but it's stressful for me because I don't know what the limits are. Like, do I really need my glass to touch everyone's? Right. How about if I don't know you well? How about if you're kind of far from me? So that stresses me out. If it's two people, it's like whatever. Also, Pete, when I was in Korea, it differed from person to person, but I had a boyfriend in Korea who, for some reason, felt like we needed to cheers every single shot we took, but you drink soju in shots. So basically, like, every single time you drank, you had to cheers. So it was like a thousand times. Uh, you would have hated him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe you need to reclaim cheers, but employ it with someone other than your coworkers. Or maybe you just say fuck everyone. Maybe that'd be my Olympic sport. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> also, Alex, I enjoy the fact that I enjoy this from Alex is because I like people cheersing random things that they have no yeah. reason to. Like cheers like vitamins. That's See, fun. in my head, I'd be like, "Oh, our vitamins are hugging." Like that's how I would rationalize it. Oh gosh, you're so weird. <laughs> Either our vitamins are making love, or I refuse to do this. 
Hi, this is Alex. On a recent episode, there was a discussion of mythical birds and uh, ravens were discussed, and that reminded me of the time that I dressed up as a raven for Halloween, except not exactly, because I was raised in the, you know, kind of like culturally conservative Christian, uh, in, you know, environment in which we didn't actually celebrate Halloween, but we came up with another opportunity for letting kids wear costumes and eat candy. Um, so, uh, the way that the people who don't do Halloween, because it's potentially going to lead kids into the occult, uh, is, but do something like it, is like, well, uh, it's okay for kids to wear costumes, right? So they'll call it like a, a fall harvest party, and you memorize the Bible verses, or you do a ring toss, and you get some candy or whatever, but not trick-or-treating. You can't do trick-or-treating. you got to earn that candy. Um, so one year there was a party at a church that I went to, and the rule was that you had to dress up like an animal from the Bible. And my parents thought that this was a little restrictive, and they joked about how maybe my brother and I should go dressed up like Balaam's ass, um, which was a donkey in the Bible. But my parents uh, were excited to have a, an opportunity to say ass um, as a joke. Um, so instead, my brother and I uh, realized that there was this loophole because all of the animals were in the Bible because they went on Noah's Ark. Uh, but we went a little bit on the nose with it, or on the beak, I guess you should say. Um, he went as the dove, and I went as the raven that were released from the ark at the end of Noah's voyage uh, to be able to figure out if there was any dry land. So that's how we spread the circle on that one. It was pretty fun dressing up like a raven, let me tell you. Uh, this sometimes leads to, uh, you know, perverse effects, the kind of restrictions that people put on kids' costumes. When I was a small child, my best friend at the time, really wanted to be a blue Crayola crayon for Christmas. And what? he was allowed to for some purposes, but did not for, for his Christian priest. He did say for Christmas. I'm not sure. We're hearing the story, okay? We'll see if he means okay. Christmas. <laughs> okay. School that he went to where they had to be Bible characters. Now, that year for Halloween, uh, I wanted okay. to be... Okay, okay. Just, uh, just a misstep, that's all. <laughs> okay, because that would have been awesome. Yeah. You know what? I'm going as Blue Crown for Christmas. <laughs> Hi. So I had a king costume, and my friend borrowed the king costume just for this, like, one event, and he went to the party dressed as King Saul, who was, like, one of the worst kings in the history of the Bible. He was the first one. He was not good. He was a bad king. Oh, and my friend, he was the son of the pastor. So I kind of wonder if the pastor was being a little spiteful about overly restrictive costume rules for small children in, you know, uh, communities that don't celebrate Halloween. All right, happy Halloween or whatever. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Also, I love, oh, yeah, Alex, I also was at a time in a conservative, uh, well, not my whole house, but one of my parents. And, yeah, we went to a church that didn't celebrate Halloween, and I kind of love the way they just, like, do celebrate Halloween but give it a different name. That's really fun. But, uh, Pete, any thoughts about that? Um, if, if I had to dress up like a bird, I think I'd dress up like Big Bird. Ugh, Big Bird is so lame. I cannot stand Big Bird. But what if I'm Big Bird? Yeah, if you're Big Bird, that's acceptable. (laughs) But that's the only way it's acceptable. I don't know why it's my Big Bird so lame. Is Big Bird in the Bible? Are you asking me that question? (laughs) Am I supposed to 
answer that question? Uh, I'm not going to. Hey, uh, do you think go. that Big Bird, like, where do you think he's from? Do you think he's American? The fuck are you asking? I'm trying to transition into your topic. Oh, I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if you watch Sesame Street in another country, does it take place on Sesame Street? Well, speaking of, I, I feel like that second sentence that screwed it no, up. No, that was just a real question that came to mind. Oh, I assume so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, guys, yeah, speaking of, is he American? Maybe he's being a little bit shady, like Eileen Goo, who is the uh, Olympic medal-winning uh, skier who is uh, Chinese-American but is per- not performing, competing for China this year. Peter, are you at all familiar with her or the drama surrounding her? No. Okay. I was uh, familiar with something about a Russian person who oh, was competing. Oh, that's cool to do, but no. Uh, and this whole topic is not about Eileen Gu. She is just, um, she is a topical story linked to what I'm going to cover. Uh, but basically, Eileen Gu is an American-born skier who now competes for China. And uh, there are actually numerous people in that situation, but she is the most prominent, which is why she's like really in the spotlight. Uh, and she was raised in America, and she just recently made the decision to compete for China. She is 18 years old. Um, the International Olympic Committee allows athletes with dual citizenship to compete, but they require the Olympian to hold a passport for the country which they represent in the Olympics. Okay. Now, the issue with this is that China does not permit dual citizenship, or at least not according to laws on the books. So Until they want to win the Olympics. <laughs> Well, the controversy is Eileen has yet to confirm that she renounced her U.S. citizenship, which is what you must do to then become a Chinese citizen. And she's been pretty cagey in all of the press conferences. So everyone's basically waiting to be like, so you did what you have to do, right? Like, you're not an American anymore, right? Um, And some people are like, freaking the fuck out about it like oh you betrayed <laughs> us blah 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 and i'm like okay like whatever but uh yeah she's a she's incredibly um she has an incredibly lucrative career in china like she's she's the face of so many like fashion campaigns she's like like china's giving her so much money so like no matter what your opinions are about china like she is chinese and is, she is getting money out the ass so um it, it kind of seems like a yeah. Uh, a I was, was going to ask: Does that mean that she wasn't good enough to be an um, like a U.S. Olympian? No, she's really good, and that's why America's. But she mad. she wanted to go like where she's getting that money. Yeah, where she's like really getting that money. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, she she's great. I think she I think she won. I don't know if she won the gold. At least she did win a medal. She may have won the gold. I just don't remember offhand. Um, but yeah, people question, like I said, uh, when I heard she was competing for China, I was like, well, duh, she renounced her citizenship. Um, but like I said, she hasn't said outright if she has or not. And people question if she really did it because the process of renouncing your American citizenship carries significant long-term repercussions for anyone who wishes to remain in any way connected to the U.S. Um, well, the actual process is quick. 
uh, a simple declaration that you want to end your citizenship, you pay a fee, surrender your passport, um, but the repercussions could last a lifetime. So I kind of wanted to know, like, why it was such a big deal, like, how big of a deal is it, and how you do that. Like, you just run up to a consulate and say, I am not an American. And like, or do you have to like go through this whole process? So, uh, a person who wants to renounce his or her U.S. citizenship uh, must do the following: following uh, appear in person before a U.S. consulate or diplomatic officer, uh, and this could be in the U.S. or in a foreign country at a U.S. embassy, okay. uh, and they must sign an oath of renunciation. Um. People intending to renounce your U.S. citizenship um, also need to be aware that unless they already possess a foreign nationality, uh, they might end up like if you don't have nationality somewhere else, Mm -hmm. as soon as you do that, you will be stateless uh, and you will lack the protection of any government. um, Protection against what? Well. Um, Can you just get killed on the street because you don't have a home? Like yeah, that's a harsh. Statelessness can pre- present severe hardships, such as it will prevent your ability to own, own or rent property, work, marry, receive medical or other benefits, attend school, and you will not be entitled to a passport from any country. So basically, before you just go in, go crazy deciding to renounce your U.S. citizenship, make sure another country wants to take you. Also, renunciation is not reversible. Uh, getting back your citizenship, being like, oops, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's not possible. With the only exception being, if you renounce your citizenship before the age of 18, and then you want it back within six months of turning 18. So I guess they're there like... There you go. Oh, she should have well, done that. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I wonder if it's possible that that is what she did. Like, she, like, renounced it, is going to be in China for a bit, and then going to come back. I don't know. I'm very curious to see how this pans out. Um, But basically, when you try to do that, a consular officer will often give you some pushback because of the repercussions. Says Samford Posner, an immigration lawyer, uh, with nearly a quarter century of practice experiment experience. If you have family in the U.S., you need access to, by giving up your U.S. passport, you are essentially making it very difficult to get back into the U.S. Um, Could you imagine that? You're like the car salesman of America. You're like really trying to make a hard sell. Like, are you sure you want that model? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'll tell you You know, you won't be able to pay taxes in America anymore. Oh, Yeah, later on I'll get to why we might not want, like, why we would not be happy when certain people renounce their citizenship. Um, so now, what if you're a former citizen? Obviously, you can't be like, oops, I take it back. But what if you're like, I fucked up, like I need to be a citizen again. The place I decided to live just doesn't work for me. Um, well, it's a long process to undo renunciation. Uh, and there is no guarantee that you will successfully get to become an American citizen again. Uh, you would basically start back at square one, Posner says. There are two ways to become a citizen, either through a family member, um, or a spouse, or through an employer. That's a good move. 
Yeah. You would have to go through various non-immigrant and immigrant visas before becoming a citizen. Uh, such a process typically takes many years in the best case scenario. So basically... Not for a rich Olympian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically you would just have to face what any immigrant wanting to come to America faces. Like, we're not going to be like, oh, you used to be an American, so let's bring you to the front of the line. No. You go back to square one, and you might never be able to become a citizen again. Um... And like I said, uh, obviously you can't just scream it into the air and they're like, oh, you don't want to be a citizen anymore. Goodbye. Um, verbally renouncing citizenship as an act of protest or defiance uh, may or may not carry symbolic weight. Uh, but in the eyes of the U.S. government, there is no legal weight behind it. Until you sign away your citizenship and give up your passport to a consular office, it's just it's just words. So if you're, um, like, in a media tour and you're like, yeah, yeah, America sucks. I don't like being an American. Uh, I renounce my American citizenship. And you still keep your passport. You're, like, yeah. still on the books. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you have to pay. It's not free. You don't just give them your passport or, like, bye. So, this um, is America, damn it. you got to pay for everything. <laughs> of course. Um. Back in the day, it was $450, uh, but over time, there's been an increase of renunciations, which led the U.S. Department of State to raise the fee to $2,350. Um, God, you have to even be rich enough to not be American. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, that rate is about five times more than the average cost in other high-income countries, like the UK, for example. Um, and in addition... Go go Great Britain curling. Oh, is that... Are you watching curling, actually? Not right now, but yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. In addition, if you are a high-income citizen, you may owe a type, a type of capital gains tax <laughs> called the exit tax. Um... And resigning from being a U.S. citizen does not mean you can avoid making up, um, oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean you can avoid, uh, you know, unpaid U.S. taxes. You have to catch up on all of your taxes uh, before you're able to renounce your citizenship. And if you don't, like, you can still be charged and they can come after you. It's not like I announce it and move. Too bad, suckers. That, that's not the thing. Um, I think I'd more likely fake my death than renounce yeah it just seems easier yeah honestly it might be and like it doesn't seem like it's going to be cheaper but it seems like money well spent yeah <laughs> get that <laughs> um so like i said before uh there are some people that the united states you know would maybe try to keep because they bring in money to the U.S. Um, the United States does not want to surrender citizens that can provide continual tax income. And the barriers in place are designed to make renouncing citizenship a costly affair for years to come. Uh, giving up your passport is a tra taxable transaction, says Mark Schwartz, an attorney, CPA, and founder of Schwartz International, an international tax advisory firm. If you give up your passport and your net worth is less than $2 million, it's typically not an issue. But if it's more than $2 million, you have to do a fictitious 
quote unquote sale of everything you own in the world. I don't really <laughs> anyway, I don't totally understand. In other words, you total up your assets, not just in the US, but around the world. You assess their tax basis and their fair market value and whatever you've gained above approximately seven hundred forty thousand dollars, you pay taxes on it. So for a minor league hockey player, that would likely not be an issue. But for someone with multiple worldwide endorsement contracts like Eileen Gu, the financial cost involved in surrendering an American passport would be substantial. Did I fully understand what I just read? No, but I kind of do. Yeah. Americans anyway. going to get theirs. So what are some reasons, besides Eileen Gu's reasons, to get more success in China, why someone would renounce their citizenship? Um, some people have renounced their citizenship because this of is, new... Sorry. This is like this is like a, a couple, and it's like, <laughs> you cheated on me? I'm America. You cheated on me with another country? How dare you? I'm going to divorce you, and I'm going to take everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that is else you make. Um, so some have renounced their citizenship because of new laws as of um, I think it's Trump? 2010. Oh, okay. uh, what? I thought it was Trump. <laughs> oh, no. I'm it's moving that, to Canada, those people. Although I'm sure that might be something. Um, because of new laws that require taxpayers to report their foreign-held assets to the IRS and therefore pay double taxes both in the U.S. and in abroad. Um, actually, uh, renunciation spiked by 39% shortly after the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act came into effect, which is what I just mentioned. And um, other people have renounced their citizenship for personal or political reasons, um, such as opposing a war that the country is engaged in, uh, choosing to fight in another country's war, um, objecting to a political party or elected official. Um, I look like I deleted one other thing. <laughs> now, if I am Pete Phillips and I go, I want to go to Spain and I want to mm -hmm. fight in their war. Yeah. And I, I'm on the ground fighting in Spain's war. Yeah. But I don't renounce my citizenship. Is that okay? Yes, you're a traitor? Oh, come on. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Um, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't have the answer to that. I don't I know. I guess if Spain was fighting America, that would be different. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. But you can't just go on a tourist visa and then the Spanish military is just like, yeah, join our ranks. How would you get in the military if you're not a Spanish... Like, are you a Spanish? I'm just going to pick up a gun. Yeah, I think you'll get in trouble for other reasons. Marissa, I've never traveled internationally before. And I don't have a passport, so. I did have a passport, and then I let it expire. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because last time I applied for a passport, they said, I don't know if you're going to get one, because your birth certificate looks sus. They said it differently. And I got one. But I wonder if that's going to happen all over again. Yeah. Anyway. All because um, your mom doesn't know what day you were born. <laughs> oh, I have a copy of my birth certificate now. But apparently it's not a birth certificate. It's a certificate of birth, which apparently is different somehow. Whatever. Anyway. Um, 
Wow. Uh, I thought that would have lasted longer. I'm done. <laughs> no, Sorry, that's... I and it looks like a lot. And What kind of thing would not. make you renounce your citizenship? Um, if Trump is elected again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. I feel yeah. like I made it through the first time he was elected, so... Maybe that's not going to be so bad. Don't lie to yourself. No, no, no. I don't mean that it's not going to be bad. I mean, it's going to be bad. But I mean, like... We'll survive it. Like, I could still be a citizen of America. But... um, I got... No, let me back back. I would only renounce it if my whole family did, because I would never want to make it hard for me to see my family. That sounds fun. Now you guys are going to, like, move to another country. That would be fun. I want, I want us all to move somewhere with universal health care. That would be fun. And yeah. and more vacation Like Europe or something? I don't know. And maternity. <laughs> um, maybe if I went to space. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to become a citizen of space? Yeah. I don't know why that angered me, but <laughs> okay, cool. Um, um, if you know what would make you renounce your citizenship, call us at five seven zero pod one one. Yeah. Would it yeah. be to to compete in the Olympics? To become uh, an international spy? Mm, yeah. Because, you know, like, you think of those international spies, and it's like, you may as well be stateless. Yeah, maybe they are, honestly. Because probably the books. somebody's going to somebody's gonna stab you in the back no matter what. Mm. Isn't that all life, though? <sighs> Marissa, Marissa. <laughs> who's, who's cheery now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I really want to see this pans out, because Eileen Gu, her family is, or no, I'm sorry, I don't know if her father is but her mother is Chinese so like everyone was like what the fuck and I was like but she's Chinese like if she wasn't I would be like what but if she like I mean she has a connection to her heritage but then I was like wait but I don't think she's like lived in China before like that would be a lot if you just give up where you've been from all your life to like live in a different culture and I know I yeah, didn't unless, Korea, uh, uh, but I didn't like give up my citizenship to go to Korea and like that was my permanent home so I don't know it's, I, re- like I, Marissa, said, I, find very- I think you really uncovered the the facts and the truth behind this whole thing it's just mm-hmm. a business proposition like it's just a business thing where you know oh well we can squeeze some more money out of you before you get to you know do what you want to do so let's charge you some money and stuff but yeah, I think it's really tacky. But I think it depends. Yeah, like if <laughs> if you are an unhoused person, you know, living in L.A. and you went to the embassy and you were like, "Hey, I want to renounce my U.S. citizenship," they'd probably be like, "Good, get on a fucking boat, get out of here." <laughs> but like, oh. if oh, you're okay. a person of means or someone with success in yeah. in that society, then it becomes a different story. I mean, like Obama, right? Like, he became president, and he's from Africa. So, like, it's... <laughs> Sorry, you didn't you didn't make a noise loud enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I was I was joking. Yeah, I zoned out and I didn't occur to me. And I heard what he said, but it didn't it didn't compute as, as wrong, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's very embarrassing. <laughs> Continue. Let's pretend I went. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think it was interesting. I thought you were going for like um, more for the political stuff, yeah. And uh, it always like I remember that when Trump uh, won the election, it was like, oh, I'm I'm moving to Canada, and like I don't know how many people actually did move to Canada, but um, yeah, like what is that going to do? And I think too there is some aspect of. Oh, does that mean you're just immediately giving up on everybody else that lives in the country, you know? (laughs) That you're not going to stay and fight with us or something like that? (laughs) I mean, yes, it does mean. Um, I will say, it's worth mentioning, uh, which I I think I I did, I don't know if I mentioned it, and it's probably common knowledge, but just FYI, like, the only reason, as I said, that she needed to renounce it is because China doesn't accept dual citizenship. Like... Right, you so can't. I could fight in the Spain War. I would just need to apply to become. Or if do you only get dual citizenship. citizenship with birth? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know what countries accept dual citizenship, but yeah, if the country accepts it, then you don't need to renounce your citizenship to to go live over there. Right. But uh, yeah, so it's just very specifically if a place if a place uh, requires it. But, uh, so just, if you're like, ooh, I want to move to Europe, but you're like, ooh, but I don't want to, I don't want to renounce, uh, you might be able to, you know, have the best of both worlds. But, um, yeah. In 2015, a little over 6,800 Americans tried to uh, apply for permanent residency in Canada, followed by 7,700 in 2016. But in 2017, the year of Trump's inauguration, that figure jumped to over 9,000. Wow. Does it say how many actually made it there, though? No. Because I don't know how hard it is to get into Canada. I'm sure they're, they don't just want a whole bunch of Americans. Yeah, and then it just kind of plateaued at that point uh, ever since. Oh, huh, interesting. Okay. Plugs. Uh, Pete, do you have any plugs? I do. I've been listening to a, a new podcast, and I don't know if everybody out there would like it, but I like it a lot. It's called Normal Gossip, mm-hmm. and uh, it's hosted by Kelsey McKinney, and usually she has somebody on the show, and she'll like ask that person, like, you know, is there any gossip in your life, that sort of thing. But, God, I want to be on that show. <laughs> but I that's everyone's dirt. That's only like the intro. And then what she does is she goes into uh, sharing gossip that a listener sent in or called about or somebody that she knows has. And um, they're pretty fun, wild stories. And uh, it's just it's really fun to listen to. And it's become one of my um, I'm laying in bed trying to get to sleep podcasts. I might like that. Yeah. Um, And and I. When I say that, I mean that when I'm laying in bed trying to get to sleep, it's like I'm not actually doing anything else while I'm listening to the podcast. I'm focusing on the story and everything like that. So it's not really a great way to get to sleep, but yeah. um, fu- it's fun enough that, yeah, I'm sitting there in bed laughing because I'm having a good time listening. So um, 
it's very weird. It's 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 a very weird podcast that you would think that a story like a gossipy story wouldn't really uh resonate maybe with like a large audience, but it is it is kind of funny, especially if you are into gossip. And if you feel like gossip is like a sin and you're not allowed to do it, um they Get talk over. about they talk about that a little bit in the in one of the one of the more recent episodes because somebody on there yeah, has a, a Christian background, and they were like, yeah, my mom would always say that we weren't allowed to gossip and this, that, and the other. So they talk about it a little bit. Yeah, um, when I was in a very intense church, the one that didn't let us celebrate Halloween and said that that's when Satan worshippers sacrifice a lot of things. Um, Speaking of gossip, I was, in, um, I was in the pizza place, and who should walk in the door but our old friend Bernie? Oh, nice. And um, I've seen him a couple of times. I've seen him a couple of times this semester that I don't really have anything new to talk about with him. So, of yeah. course, I turned the conversation to you and um, talked about how you dated a guy with a fake butthole. He loved it. Thank you. Tell everyone that. <laughs> everyone, if just everyone... Wait a minute. One- a fake asshole? <laughs> it's like, how does that happen? I was like, evidently, he was born without a butthole. Wait, no, you can't be born with that. And I'm like, listen, I've been on your side of this conversation, Bernie. Yeah. Everyone, feel free to tell at least one other person about the fake butthole and tell them to tell one person. And I have no problem if it gets back to my ex that I'm telling everyone about his fake butthole. Anyway, um, oh yeah, I want to plug embracing gossip, not maliciously. But just stop fighting. There are a lot of people who are like, I don't gossip. And I'm like, fuck you. You're just making your life way less exciting. Okay? Again, I'm not for you telling secrets that you're not supposed to tell. Right. I can keep secrets. But if you didn't tell me don't tell someone, why not tell someone? Why not make life more interesting by sharing stories and accepting stories and just having fun with it? Okay? Just... Gossip is great. <laughs> like, as longtime friends, Marissa and I have this understanding between each other where it's like, I'm going to tell you something, and I understand if you have to share it with someone, but I know yeah. that you're going to share it with someone who is in no way related to me, this area that I live in, the place that I yeah. work, the people that I know, You're and you're not going to throw my name on it. You're just going to say, like, holy shit, I got to tell you this weird-ass thing, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and... Yeah, and it just kind of it, you know, like that makes sense because it happens to me too, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So think about it that way. Yeah, share gossip, but share it with people that aren't connected with who it's about, and don't use names. And again, don't share malicious malicious gossip. But um, yeah, it's beautiful. I want my whole life to be a soap opera. <laughs> But you're just like a peripheral character. You're like the maid who who keeps an eye on oh. the house. Oh, for sure. That is my like <laughs> movie where it's like Downton Abbey esque, where part of it is like the maids being like, "Oh my god, did you see? Did you see Madame What's her face use the wrong spoon?" I'm like, "Oh God, tell me more." <laughs> um, I watched uh, a, a Christmas episode of Downton Abbey with uh, with my girlfriend. She was Reason? watching it when I came over, and I was like, you don't have to turn it off. 
Did you like it? Well, she wanted me to start the whole entire series from the beginning, and I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I will watch this episode, and even another episode. I don't need to know everything from the past five seasons. <laughs> um, no, you but you do. She's like... <laughs> tell your girlfriend Downton Abbey is life, and that I said it, and that just let her know someone else understands. Um, did you like it? I followed it. I was happy to see the results based on what I knew of the show. Oh God. I don't want to oh. throw out any spoilers. <laughs> did you did you like him? Was it a good first date? I followed it. <sighs> not an acceptable answer, but fine. Look, you're not my <laughs> Was it a good first date? I understood what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi. Anyway, guys, um, call us at 570-POD-1-1 um, for anything, honestly. Um, yeah, or you can uh, slide into my DMs at Risk Vandal. Uh, Pete? Marissa, um, I'm going to cut that part out, me addressing you. I'm going to okay. instead say you can also uh, join our Patreon at 570 pod one. No. <laughs> at patreon.com slash y'all heard. Um, you can also email us at shout at y'all heard dot me. Uh, we've been getting lots of spam emails and that's it. So, um, you know, hit up, hit us up. H U U. What'd you say? H U U. Oh, someone asked me today if my podcast was still happening and I was like, yeah, we're on like, you know, Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever you get. Right up there alongside This American Life. (laughs) Yeah, people, sometimes people are so oddly surprised we're on legit, like, podcast apps. Anyway, um, and then he was like, so, like, I can catch you on YouTube? And I was like, no, no. that's not a podcast. I was just going to joke about that, too. And he was like, what, you don't like video? And I was like, no, it's a Why podcast. do you like to watch video of two people talking to a microphone? Yeah, because he was like, oh, you don't like just getting on the mic? And and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I get on a mic, but not in, what? Yeah. And I was just like, what? I don't even understand the conversation we're having. Like, there's Thanks. a Hollywood handbook tier where you can get the video of the show, and I'm like, why do I, mean, I want to watch the video of the show? I don't understand. Paige, if by any chance you decided to start listening and this is the episode you listen, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I just, sometimes people are surprised we don't have video and I'm surprised they're surprised because I'm like, what? So more like you said something many people say and every time I'm like, what are you talking about? But I'm not making fun of you, Paige. Yeah. I, um, if you think that we are coming to the show unprepared Without video, <laughs> just imagine how how off the rails it would be if we did have video. Yeah, and actually, I cut some fingernails during this episode. I uh, then nibbled on some some nails. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I often do not have appropriate attire on uh, because I'm too lazy. Today, Marissa uh, accidentally connected with the video and then immediately put her thumb over the, the camera so that I wouldn't see her. I will 
say, no, I will say, there have been times that by mistake, yeah, I, like, was just wearing something weird, and by mistake, I connected to video. Pete never saw, but, yeah, I, I, thankfully, I never have the video pointed, like, below my face. But, actually, my thumb was not there on purpose. I was not blocking it. I was wearing <laughs> a full shirt. Everything was appropriate. No, no, um, no. I just figured it was, like, uh, I... It, at this time of the day, no one needs to see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like that Pete understands. Pete is the person who understands our friendship the best. Pete, uh, Pete's video is on and mine is not. And mm. I want Pete's video to be on. <laughs> I want mine to not Gosh, be. Gosh, that's another thing I'm thinking of. Like, I would be like, did I wear this shirt last week? Like, yeah. Ugh. I sure I don't want to know what I look like when I do certain things how about when we have five thousand listeners a week we'll do some video yeah sure pete how many listeners do we have a week now so tell your friends because we need times a thousand <laughs> yeah i see that's the thing i don't know if you ever noticed pete that sometimes you I, this doesn't need to be on air but i'll let it be on air sometimes you you know set out the promo thing on instagram and once in a while i'll send it out once in a while i won't not that i'm picking and choosing what episodes are good it's just like sometimes i'm afraid because i forget who i talked about yeah no i get it so like sometimes i'm like i don't think i said anything bad i'll share it and then sometimes i'm like i don't know <laughs> uh so yeah um so i like want people to listen to our podcast but you know what i still think i don't gossip maliciously sometimes sometimes it's really close to the edge <laughs> And for so, me, you have to be a dedicated coworker who actually reads my info section on Facebook uh, in order to find out that I have a podcast. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, if you do listen, keep listening. Um, I hope you're enjoying our Patreon content. Um, if you have any recommendations, Pete, I know you have recommended things I have not yet reviewed. I will get to them. Hey. Hopefully, all of you know. I get to things I'm just very delayed. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, have a good night, everyone, and stay safe. Bye. Yeah, hi. Hi.